Welcome back to Get Real, the podcast where Garrett, Elsa, and Taj talk about all things reality TV. I'm Garrett. Uh, that one's Elsa, and that one's Taj. You can't tell, but I pointed what? with my toes. Ew. <laughs> I'm joking. My toes can't point. I like that you said you can't tell, like, as if because you pointed with your toes, but this is an audio podcast. So even yeah, if you I meant, I meant both. Hand, we wouldn't have yeah. Known. yeah, I meant both. It was a double layered joke, like a double stuff Oreo. Or I'm... Double penetration. Nope. Ew. <laughs> you know, I, I am already I, done with this. The I vibe love... on the pod today is rainy. I I love DP. Dr. Pepper, not double no, penetration. Stop. Um do you want to hear an honor? This isn't do you want to hear an unironic? This is a real story. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. This is it's it is hilariously oh, depressing. I... Yeah. Oh, no. I, I did this totally on accident. It's not depressing. It's funny. When I was in sixth grade, Uh-oh. I was old enough to be a counselor for the younger boys at the Girl Scouts camp. I know that sounds really weird, but my mom ran the Girl Scout camp and all like the sons of the women who worked there had like a daycare and the older boys were in charge. And all when you're at camp, right, you have like a camp name, right? And when I was in sixth grade, I really liked Dr. Pepper. So what was my camp name? DP. <laughs> this little sixth grader was walking around with a big necklace with a DP on it. <laughs> and I remember an even older guy like laughing at my name. And I did not understand why oh he was laughing God. at my name. And it was like years later where like that memory came back. And I was like, oh, fuck. What did I do? Well, you never know because in if in filmmaking, DP is a director of photography. Oh, that's true. So maybe he was laughing because um, no, it, he, he was jealous of your job. Or it could be about <laughs> at the Girl Scout camp. <laughs> he was like, I wish I was director of photography. It could be Dude Perfect also. Yeah. Dude Perfect. Yeah, that's yeah. a good Definitely. one. You could be a big fan of uh, top 10 trick shots with basketballs. Are they, are they still around? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. Are they really? Yeah, if they're like anything higher budget than ever. Yeah, they're like the level of like YouTube celebrity that would be on like Jimmy Kimmel like once, and then it's just like a very weird interview, and then they're never on it again. Like, like with Rhett Ninja. And Link. Yeah, I was yeah. just gonna say they're just like Rhett and Link, except Rhett and Link I think would be Rhett- good on Jimmy Kimmel. They have a very similar they, energy. Weren't they yeah. on Jimmy Kimmel? Didn't they have a reoccurring segment on Jimmy Kimmel or like Conan or something for a while? I have no idea. Hot I used to watch so much Good Mythical Morning when I was like in high school. I was obsessed I with them. I still do. I, yeah, they're really funny. <laughs> what do you mean that <laughs> makes sense? They're funny. No, they're good. I love watching me Will It Taco. Yeah, I don't watch all of them. I like certain like types of videos that they do. Like Will It Blank, really always good. Yeah. 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 Um, they're doing, they started doing a series where that's just axe throwing. Okay. And that's exciting. We've gone far enough off the trail. (laughs) Yeah. We'll we'll talk about YouTube shows a little bit later, but. Do you know what Rhett and Link usually do often talk about? What they're drinking? What they're drinking. (laughs) I'm drinking a Coke Zero Cherry. Not DP. Dr. Pepper. No. It's a CC. (laughs) Coca-Cola. Ew. (laughs) 
I'm drinking coffee. Coffee. You ready? You ready for this twist? Iced oh, Americano with oat milk. He spelled my name with an I. Ilsa. Ilsa. Oh. What the or hell? Elsa. Elsie. Is the I at the beginning or the end? Or Elisa. <laughs> at the beginning. Ilsa. 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 You want you want to know what I'm drinking? It's kind of a it's kind of a twist actually. I don't know. I don't want to know. Because not only am I am I. Is it the rest something. of that jar of four loco and piss mixture? <laughs> I, I, do, I am not. I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I do not have a lawyer present. I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> I. You're just making it sound like there was actually pee in something you drank. I cannot deny. Or... Taj, what are you drinking? Uh, well, see, not only am I drinking something. I'm also eating something. Oh, oh is it boba? Nick? Is it boba? It's soup. What the? Oh, no. Oh, Are you fuck. kidding me? I mean, I love soup, but this is just wrong. This is, you cannot say this week on the podcast, I'm drinking soup. I mean, he can. He did it. So it's I cheddar like broccoli. It. I was going to say it looks oh, creamy. That's a good kind of soup, though. That's right. Um, I disagree because I don't really like broccoli that much. It's fine. But out of broccoli, all the soups. Broccoli is a top tier vegetable. We're not Watch doing this. Mouth. We're not doing this. I'm a vegetable yeah. guy over fruits. I, yeah. Garrett who doesn't said like, it? Garrett doesn't like corn. Garrett doesn't like broccoli. I didn't what, say I didn't like broccoli. You- I said I wouldn't pick broccoli cheddar soup. I don't like broccoli that much. I like it when it's charred and like sauteed with some oh, garlic. Yeah. I don't like it in soup though because it gets mushy. I like broccoli. Well, and, and out of all the let's soups, get the like, so many better soups. No, I have, I have, I have bits of news. All right, give us the bits. This of news. just, you guys just have to accept that this is part of the podcast. At the beginning of the podcast, I have bits of news. That's fine. I'm you want a segment? Soup. Can we name the segment? Yep. What's the segment? Elsa's bits. That's it. That's it. I hate it. It's time for Elsa's bits. Okay, here are my bits. <laughs> and every time, that's going to be me and Taj going to go, it's time for Elsa's, Elsa's bits. bits. And then clap. Yeah. Okay, fine. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> One of us has to do it each time, not both of us, because we're out of sync. <laughs> it will not be me. I'm just going to hope that you guys forget. I think it would be really funny if we like cut you off in the middle of like just something any of us just cut anyone off in the middle of us talking about drinks you know what i mean and that's just the the smash cut into (laughs) elsa's bits (laughs) anyway two little bits i have two little bits of um two little tv shut the fuck up two little bits of reality tv pop culture this week um first one most disconnected from actual reality TV pop culture, but I'm including it because it's about Guy Fieri. Um, on the Today Show, it was confirmed um, Guy Fieri is going to officiate Kristen Stewart's wedding. She made a joke about it in an interview that she did that she would love if he did that because apparently he, quote, does a lot of gay weddings. Yeah, isn't it his like, sister, right? His sister's gay, so like that's why he does it. Oh, is that why? That's why I don't I, know. That's why I heard on Twitter like like a year ago, and I think there might be some well, truth to it. 
Does that mean that I have to officiate gay weddings? My sister's a little gay. You're gay. Yeah, so it kind of PEMDOSs cancels each other yeah. out. Yeah. She would have so to post I... your weddings. <laughs> yeah. She's the one that's got to pick up the slack, not you. You're doing the... You, you are the slack. <laughs> like, I am the slack. Avery needs to do some weddings. Like, come on, Avery. You know what I mean? Okay. See what I'm saying? I am, I am ordained. I can do weddings. Hire me for your weddings, everybody. Anyway, um, then she was on the Today Show, and Guy Fieri recorded a home video where he was like, hey, Kristen Stewart, I heard you wanted a sweet, spiky-haired man to officiate your wedding. That is a direct quote. And he said that he would do it. So that's going to happen. That's a little bit. Of, that's a little bit. Are they getting married so, in Flavortown? Yeah. They're going to get married in Flavortown. Is it for at the uh, Flavortown Chapel? <laughs> they should have a guys' grocery games where they have to get all the stuff from their wedding list, their marriage list for like money. A, yeah, <laughs> like a crock pot and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my the bigger bit that I have, um, more directly tied. You got big to, bits. I'm just. Okay. <laughs> the other one is that um on the mass singer this week the true i honestly would go on a out on a limb to say that this is the craziest reveal that we've had including kermit the frog i feel like this one was crazier okay let's hear no let's no hear it's not crazier than kermit it, it is at least on the same level so they had a wait i guess ball. Yeah, uh, you can guess. Borat. No. <laughs> Not No, that would be, that Borat. is like Kermit level. No, I agree with Taj. That, that is like Kermit, like a character being in the costume. I will, okay, yeah. when you pair it with, but I'm thinking of the whole deal. When you pair it with how bad the performance was. But truly, they're just like, they are just like truly the type of people I expect to be on The Masked Singer. In like okay. the worst way possible. Like they are the epitome like of that snuggy? level of celebrity. Sort of, yes, but no. So, so it was a beach ball that had two faces. So there were two people inside the beach ball. It looked like Professor Quirrell, but a beach ball. It did ball. kind of look like <laughs> Professor Quirrell. It was, it was horrifying. They sang Party in the USA, and it was horrendous. Like, just so, so bad. Um, it was... Some of the guesses were uh, Chloe and Kim Kardashian. That's actually the only one that I remember because that's crazy. That's hilarious. That's, that's hilariously to... insulting. <laughs> yeah, so that is who they guessed. <laughs> it was revealed to be... Wait, wait, wait. I think we should give Tush clues until he guesses it. Okay. That's so going to take for... No, it won't. It the is... first clue is that they're a reality star. You get one guess per clue. So it's two women. It's... Two. It is two women... And they're reality stars. Women is they're women. For women. Well, one of them is younger. Okay, but they're both one women. Of them is younger. Addison Ray. No, they're from oh. TLC. Honey Boo Boo. Yes. And, and her mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I guess that would take long. And, Mama, and Mama, June, Mama June. Who last I heard had a terrible relationship yeah i think mm-hmm. i heard that too like very terrible relationship alana who's honey boo boo's real name if you don't know her real name is alana alana lived with her sister because 
Mama June has been in and out of jail and dated a pedophile and got addicted to drugs. Um, and now they're on this stupid reality TV. Now they're on The Masked Singer. So that makes it makes sense. Like, yeah, like it's not too surprising. I think I think Sarah Palin is still more surprising than them. Yeah, that's true. Sarah Palin was a crazy woman, especially because she's saying "baby got back." Like that. That is. Do you awesome. want to hear the performance, Tosh? Yeah, just a little bit. Here's just a little bit. <laughs> Oh, that was bad. It's haunt. It's so bad. I think and it's the like, worst performance I've ever heard on the show. And they were like, "Yeah, um, Kim and Khloe Kardashian." Yeah. <laughs> That's so that, insulting. Though. But imagine being them. Yeah. I'd be so insulted if they said that sounds like me. I'd be like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. Oh, Kim Kardashian. Who? Here's another little bit. Rumored to be hooking up with um pete davidson pete davidson yeah i thought you were gonna bring up a much more disturbing little bit and i'm glad we didn't go there um let's move on (laughs) all right let's get on to survivor this is a good episode really good episode i was yeah this this was the second part of the two-part episode that started last week we found out Erica's decision about whether or not she um, smashed the 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 hourglass. You mean um, she changed time? She changed. She went back she, in time. I don't know if you guys follow. So first of all, Erica is so funny on TikTok. So I don't funny. Know if you've seen her. TikTok. So I follow her on TikTok. She's so funny, but she posted a TikTok that was like, when you are trying to just like survive on an island and Jeff Probst shows up and lets you alter the like time and space and reality or something like that. She's so funny. I love Erica. Every week I love Erica more. I feel like Erica's like kind of like invisible to a like extent. Like definitely like she had her moment to shine. But after the time thing, we can see her for the rest of the episode. Yeah. Well, and I think that part of that has just been because Erica has never been able to be eliminated. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's, she has been safe every single week. And so we're, we've never gotten to see that that part of erica yeah um it'd be wild if she wins immunity i could see it i hope she does i love erica like if it's like a love erica if it's like something dexterous or like a puzzle challenge i could see her winning because she's been doing the puzzles all season and something with like small hands like tying knots or something like that (laughs) something that like danny's not going to be good at because he's like the typical or xander they're the typical yeah like challenge beasts of quote-unquote that we would see yeah and yeah so she changes the course of time 
So the other team that won has to do the new challenge for the fight for immunity. The Baylor Wilson Memorial Challenge, or as Mike Bloom called it on Twitter, Quentin Tarantino's favorite survivor challenge. Ew, that's gross. Yeah. People killed this one. Like it was so it was so fast. It was so fast. I'm and so many people were so close. Can I just say I appreciated how short the challenge was? Oh yeah. Like when it was happening, I was like, oh my gosh, this is almost over already. And I was like, oh, we're gonna have so much episode left. Like I was like all the challenges should be this short. Like it's invigorating. It so- it's a rush and then it's over and I'm good. I don't want it to be stretched out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and it was yeah. between Ricard and Sydney at the very end. And Ricard pulled out the win. Ricard- which was very big deal. Cause if Sydney had won, spoiler alert, someone else would have gone home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Probably Ricard. <laughs> Team Taj punch in the air right now. Huh? Team Taj really punching the yeah, air Team right Taj now. Yeah, Team Taj has two people left. Taj? Danny and Xander. Yep. Yeah. Who do you feel better about, Danny or Xander? Xander. I agree. But barely. Barely, because like... <laughs> Only because he had a good episode, but I also feel like he's in a bad spot now. Danny, I don't think, is good at the game. and <laughs> I agree. He's not. <laughs> so he's let's get into really that. Not. We get back from the challenge, and Danny was pissed. And Sydney, so re- Sydney revealed in her like exit press that Danny like went off on probes at the challenge and was like, "This isn't a twist. This is a lie. You lied to us. We won immunity, and now we don't get immunity. This is a lie." No, like lie. I would be too. This isn't a twist. This is a lie. That's it's true so- though. That's so funny. And he basically says like a much calmer version of that at camp and then deshaun gets the like producer fucking line where he's like this is survivor now there's no point in getting caught up in it you just have to figure out how to adapt it's like no it's fucking stupid i'm sorry i I didn't see that because when deshaun was asked about it it seemed like he wanted to go off about how i agree it was but i agree he knew he should like keep it in he's like yeah you know like like he was obviously annoyed where he's like yeah i mean like this is i guess this is just how it is now like that's what the producers want that's what jeff keeps talking about he keeps in the press he keeps being like as a fan it's not worth your energy to get mad over a twist you don't like just move on and that's like what they're putting in the show now too it's like i really don't mind twists as long as they're just like not straight up unfair i didn't like unfair it was just unfair yeah i just think it's unfair yeah because like i i i felt like it was interesting yeah but it it truly just like changes the core process of the game which is you win the challenge you are safe like for example i would i think it'd be way more interesting if um if they did like a draft and two tribes were picked right and it left, let's pretend it left the same people, Erica and Nasir. And then one of them was determined to go to exile, but neither of them were determined safe. I wouldn't mind if Erica had to pick which group was safe. But because one group earned immunity, yeah. I feel like it's unfair that they then lost immunity. Like, I like the twist of, like, let's have two groups of six at the first merge tribal to make it a little more strategically difficult. I think that's really interesting. I think they had a lot going there. I just think they went too far by being, like, 
Oh, you lost immunity for that. I don't know. I just thought that was kind of stupid. Also, Especially like, since... Oh, go, go ahead. It just, it doesn't make any sense because it's literally like, Erica, do you want immunity or do you <laughs> yeah. not want immunity? Like, yeah. that's not... Like that's not a hard choice. Yeah. Why would she go like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna keep time how it is? Like that doesn't make any sense. So and I don't think anyone would really blame you. Like I saw like this one person talk about how like no, there's a consequence. Like if you take away someone's immunity, they're gonna be mad at you. I don't think they would be. I think they'd be mad at the producers, which is exactly what we saw. Like if anyone was in Erica's position, I think they all understand that they would just take the immunity. Yeah. I know. And like, it should have been like her picking two parties that she had no involvement to. It should have been like, it was like, you're or, like, what if, what? like, what if Erica got the power to switch two people? Yeah. Like one person loses immunity because Erica decides to swap them. Like, what if that yeah. was the power? You know what I mean? We do the challenge. Everything's the same. Erica gets sent away, but now Erica has the power to take one person off of the winning tribe and put one person on the losing tribe on the winning tribe. Like, that is, like, much lower stakes, I think. Something like if, that could have been better. If if she were to just switch places with someone on the winning team. Oh, yeah. I like that, yeah. too. It just, I love that. Okay, so we fixed it. So we fixed There's it. There's so many easy. things. You, <laughs> Survivor, give us a call. We so many things that could have done. Yeah. Um, it, uh, go ahead. But it, I would have also... Here's another thing I would have loved. And I was actually kind of hoping that they would do this, but obviously they didn't. If they, if Erica was like, yeah, so we get immunity and you guys don't. And like everybody had a plan of who they would vote out. And then Jeff was like, we're going right away to tribal council so that people didn't have that time to deliberate because that would have been chaos and I would have loved it. I'm yeah. glad we didn't do that because then we wouldn't have gotten the great Xander Tiffany play. That okay. definitely wouldn't that's have been able true. to happen if we well, didn't have time at camp. That's very true. We'll get to that, but you know, like I'm glad with even though we had one dumb twist, the knowledge of power twist, like it didn't screw over like the game. It screws Liana over. Well, I mean, like if, we were saying, like yeah. we we didn't like it because we didn't think it was fair. So like well, this was the best case scenario for this power to be used in the game for me. I think it was, yeah. I think it was Stephen Fishback on Twitter or someone. I don't remember who it was, honestly. Someone said the reason the knowledge of power advantage worked is because everyone had the knowledge of it and therefore Liana lost the power. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it, it only worked because everyone knew about it and could play and make counterplays around the advantage, right? Which just goes to my, I think, a point that they should know what advantages are in the game. How do you strategize around infinite things? Yeah, especially because, like, you're, you're not going to think, like, someone will, the game will introduce a power where I can just lose something I just won. <laughs> so that's not even, like, a, a, a Future seasons, head. you might be thinking that. Yeah. But, I don't know. I guess they're just were... like removing so much strategy from the game for me. It's becoming like it's always yeah. been a luck game. Like Survivor has always been about luck, but they're like injecting more luck into it for like no reason. Mm-hmm. Do uh, and it makes it hard to watch sometimes. Do we want to skip the tribal or do we want to talk about any like deliberate um, beforehand? There wasn't like I think we can just kind of set up what's happening before we go into tribal and then what happens, and then we can there basically was just a lot of. 
back and forth over like is it heavy is it like people were just kind of throwing names out and it at after a certain point it seemed like some people were just throwing names out to see who would stick although sydney yeah. had an iconic line i thought it was so funny especially given how it ended up where she said um i feel like everybody's gunning for me but I know I just feel like that because I'm a narcissist, so I'm probably fine. And then, and then she got voted out. At least she's self-aware a little bit. I'll miss Sydney. <laughs> Sydney was great. Yeah. Say what you want about Sydney. She was not going to let anybody change who she is. Like, yeah. she knew who she was yeah. for worse or for better. She did not care what anybody thought about that. She was just going to do what she wanted to do. Good for her. I there was a moment where like Evie was crying that was so rough to watch for me I don't know like I felt like they just had like a really genuine like moment of just being terrified and their game was like in Xander's hands and they knew that especially during tribal too that was like um that was close to like being so brutal to watch so the kind of major setup is that like Liana has the knowledge is power advantage and via a series of events it seems like everyone basically knows about it um xander finds out about it is the most important part um xander tells danny which then danny tells liana but then shan and liana concoct the plan to steal xander's idol and then vote him out or vote evie out um because xander wants to play his idol on evie because evie's the only yasa member not safe right now uh they go to tribal and there's a bunch of like pre you know theater and then leon is like so i have an advantage can i read it jeff and jeff's like go ahead and leon is like xander can i have your idol and he goes no but you can have this fake (laughs) so here yeah because you forgot the key part which was or do you have an idol well, Not- Xander pulled out what everybody thought yeah. was an idol. He had yeah. a fake idol. It fake was all idol. bundled up. It had all the papers, and he was waving. But it we didn't know that is my point until yeah, he said it. Because they, know. as soon as they said this, they flashbacked. Did you guys know it was a fake idol? No. You thought you, I, you thought he was flashing all this. Like, I was confused. If I'm being I had like, a suspicion yeah. because I was just hoping in my heart of hearts that there's no way that he was that dumb which yeah he is not i was like what's going on i was like what why is he doing i was like i was like this this is so what and then they had the flashback where we see like xander tell tiffany about liana's power and then eventually it turns out that like xander gave tiffany the idol xander now has a fake idol with the note that he then used to like bait tiffany into it and so he's like uh when Liana's like xander do you have an idol no, but I have a fake one. Yeah. I like what you said about and, knowledge. And Liana <laughs> came in to that interaction. She came in so hot. She was so smug. Had, I, I love yeah. her, but she was... She was so smug. She had so much attitude. She was like, hey, Jeff, can I just like... I just want to read this real quick. Like, I just have this thing and I just want to read it. And she read the whole thing with such an attitude. She was like, so I love it. I love it. It was everything. And he was like... Oh, it was so. It was great. It was I love her too though. Because like, I, it was I don't, so I don't blame her for it. I would be like that too, probably. Yeah, 
and it was great too because the whole time like liana was definitely playing both sides of yase and uh yeah like everyone else from the other tribes and so and they were kind of like yeah we don't trust her and she's probably gonna screw us over so this was kind of just like blatantly obvious that like a line has been drawn in the sand between liana and everyone else in yase i liked how liana had a line i don't remember if it was this episode or the episode before but she was like I'm just having, I think it was this episode. I'm just having to like stroke Xander's ego and make sure that he's comfortable. And it's been a lot of work. Meanwhile, what we actually see happen is Xander playing into Liana's ego because she was so focused on stealing the idol from Xander. That's what she wanted. That that's all she saw. And so Xander played right into that. He was like, like she asked him like, are you like to me? She asked him the most like blatantly obvious, I'm going to steal your idol question, which was, and you're going to have the idol at tribal? Yeah. And you're going to have yeah. it? And then he was like, yep, it's going to be right here. Bingo, bango. Bingo, bango. <laughs> um, he said that. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. I don't know if it was in that sentence, but he did say bingo, bango this episode. <laughs> I like what you said about Love bingo, it. bango. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Oh. So- this was, and then from this, the spiral. Oh, we didn't even talked about earlier the spiral of um, Deshaun and the, Evie. No, I was going to say the live tribal. Oh, yeah. It did oh. erupt into live tribal. Yeah. It really did. Well, that was after the Liana thing. That was what happened next. Yeah. Oh. Because I'm, once yeah. they like, once that plan failed, they were like, fuck. <laughs> and everyone yeah. started talking to each other. Um, hilariously, Sydney just like sat there the whole time. <laughs> Yeah. didn't do anything <laughs> um at one point tiffany just like put herself into the other alliance's circle and they didn't notice at first and then someone was like wait it was tiffany in that circle and they were like yeah she was and they're like we can't tell tiffany <laughs> it's really funny um, and nasir was in the yasa circle yeah nasir was just was like let me like, check in nasir, come back over here <laughs> Do you think that the knowledge of its power should only be used after the votes have been casted? The no, I- because some of it's like extra votes. Yeah. That's why it's before, is because oh. if you want to use the, can I steal your advantage, and they have an extra vote, You're you can right. then use it. That's oh, why it's okay. before. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that part. Sydney yeah. uses her shot in the dark. Okay, there's a lot, there's a lot of interesting things here. First, I want to talk about the Deshaun and Evie thing. Deshaun totally throws Evie under the bus. And I think it makes me very curious about a move we saw Evie make way back a couple episodes ago. Evie and Deshaun went to the like summit thing together. And Evie was like, hey, take the advantage. I don't need it. Like, you have it. And then she also told Deshaun yes. everything about the idols, right? And then Deshaun, what does he say to Xander? Yeah, Evie told me all about your idols, Xander, the first time we met. And it makes Evie look so bad. Like, Evie, you can see on their face, yeah. like, shame, like, c- getting caught, like, guilt. Um, but it also makes me feel like everyone in this season is so open and, like, sharing things about advantages. Like, shut your shut your mouths. Like, going back, like, was the strategic right decision for Evie to share this with Deshaun? I don't think it was. Same with Liana, sharing her thing. With Shan, Shan yeah. 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 No, exact same thing. Well... Shane actually I shared think, it with Liana. Yeah, Shane was like, I don't, I can't risk my vote. You take it. No, but didn't Liana share with Shan her knowledge is power and then Shan brought it up and that's kind of what was sort like of. Well, no. So Shan didn't know what Liana had at the time. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Shan knew or figured that Liana had gotten it, and she so blatantly asked in front of Tiffany, like, did you get the advantage? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. In front which of Tiffany. Is how, which is how also everybody found out that yeah. Liana had that power because Tiffany obviously told any person who would listen. Yes. Um, one thing, I don't know if you guys caught this, but Deshaun used his extra vote to vote for Evie. And Sydney used her shot in the dark, but if she had voted for Evie, she would have been safe. Yeah. Which is just like karma. It's almost Tyson-esque, but not quite as bad. I was under the impression that she would have voted for Deshaun. Yeah. I I don't know. It's really hard to say. I I think probably, but it, there is it's just interesting to like point out that there was a path for her to be safe yeah. assuming that on the revote they vote out evie and i think her doing that oh made everybody like that puts a huge like i don't even know how to describe this like that makes the risk of the shot in the dark advantage so much realer for everybody mm-hmm. who's playing the game like to have everybody realize, like, oh, if she hadn't done that, like, she could still be here. Yeah. That makes that whole deal, like, extra a lot. That, Evie putting their game in Xander, though. No, that's what I was going to bring up. We didn't talk about the idol. And, like, that Xander was like, don't play it. That was a lot. Don't play it. I was like, oh, but um, on the know-it-alls, Rob pointed out, it's kind of a, like, a win-win for Xander in a way. To keep yeah. the idol, because if if Evie comes back to camp, you can be like, "Hey, I told you. Look, I like what you said about staying here. Like, I got <laughs> your back. You know what I mean." And if Evie goes home, you're like, "Whoops, uh, sorry. I have the idol still to save myself. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean." So, but this was the best best case scenario for Xander. I would have been so pissed. If, if he didn't Evie, play the idol and then Evie went home. And then yeah. Evie went home. Me too. I would have been so pissed. Which, by the way, reminds me. I'm actually pretty impressed that so far none of our top picks from our draft have gone home. I realized that today. I think like the top six are still in. Oh, no. Sarah's the no. first one that yeah. went out. Sarah was my second Sarah, pick. Sarah was Taj's second pick and Jeannie was my second pick. So. Oh, so our top four are still in? Yeah, Garrett's whole everybody who Garrett actively drafted is still in. The only one I've lost was the one I was stuck with. So, Uh, well, that's a flex. So, that's a good episode. But I'm gonna keep asking this every week: who who we think is gonna be the winner? Are we still in on Shan? No, No. I think it's gonna be Tiffany. I do not think it's gonna be Shan. I do think, I think that Tiffany will at least be. I think it's Tiffany or Evie. Yeah, Evie! Because I'm here's my reasoning. I think the Yasa tribe has gotten this like underdog narrative, but Mm -hmm. weirdly, because Uwa was the underdog. Like they came in with two people and Yasa came in with four. But this vote to me solidified the Yasa underdog story of Liana jumping ship and like fully leaving them. Like Liana has burned that bridge fully. Like. Liana is now Shan's number two. Like, 
completely taking any Yasa connections away from Liana, that threesome is the underdogs in my in my opinion. And so unless this is some crazy like Shan villain story, which it could be, I think one of the Yasa women's winning. I think that's a, no. Yeah. I think I think that's a good uh, thing. I think Evie winning is too good to be true. That's why I think it's Tiffany. That's I also yeah. But this is me reading the edit. It's like yeah, yeah. I'm not basing it on the game because I told this to Elsa. If I was basing it on the game. I think Deshaun is in the best spot right now. I think Deshaun is playing really well. I also think Ricard is in a really good spot right now. Yeah. But I just don't. They're not shown enough for me. For me, I feel like they're a winner at this point. It could change. It always changes. I mean, Natalie White won this show. Like, things happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to roll a prediction for who goes home next. All right. Yeah, last time you rolled Ricard, and that was really rude of you. And he won immunity. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So you're on the complete opposite. Okay, I'm going to write it down. He won immunity twice. Ricard won immunity twice. When Elsa told Ricard to go home because he won the first, first challenge, challenge, then it got taken away from him, and then he won individual immunity. So then maybe this person that I rolled is going to win immunity. Maybe. All right, let's see. Or they're going to go. That home actually, now. if that's true, I'm not going to say who it was, but that would line up with some things that we have said. So. So who'd you okay. roll? I think. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, it's not. Like no, I don't want to know. I want you to tell us afterwards. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Because okay. I don't. It it will drive me nuts going into the episode being like, fate has it said that Erica's going home or whatever, and I'm just going to sit there thinking about it, and it would drive me nuts. So I, I really don't want to know. I want you to send a picture after the episode and be like, reveal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's I'm put let's it on my wall. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Yeah. Dun, oh, dun. by the way. I know last week we said that Zach was going to be on the podcast, oh, yeah. but we to due to some scheduling conflicts, he'll um, be on next week. Zach could not come. He will be on next week um, with the new show, but we did still watch Taskmaster. I think that since Zach didn't come on this week, we have to force him to watch tonight's episode of he Salt Lake to. City. Because it's like to. an arrest episode. He has to watch it, you know? We're going to, that's going to be a big part of our next show. So yeah, I feel like it's going to be the majority make- of next week. This <laughs> is us talking about this. Um, it's a big deal. But we're talking about Taskmaster right now. What's yes. up with Taskmaster? Which I, I had already seen love, this series. And I love the show. I absolutely adore Taskmaster. I have seen, um, I've not seen any episodes of the season that's currently airing. They're currently on season or series. They call it the series in everywhere but America, apparently. Um, In series 12, they're currently airing it. We watched episodes nine and 10 of series seven. So the the last two episodes of season seven. Do you want to break down what the show is? I'm kind of mad that oh, Zach's yeah. not here because I wanted to ask him why he picked these specific episodes because I would not have picked these two episodes. Personally. I would not. Do you want to break it They're down? They're really shows? good episodes. They're this fine. This season has a really good cast. The cast is amazing, yeah. Um, the, the general gist of Taskmaster is um, five generally comedians are over the co- Ugh my words oh over the course of a couple weeks 
um, are just given some zany activities and they have to complete it usually within like a certain time frame or in some sort of competition way. And then it is, it is kind of presented in a almost a clip show format where we're just watching all these people complete these tasks and then they're all judged and then so there's a winner every episode and a winner for the season. Just to clarify a little bit, each episode is a live show where they've brought the cast back to watch pre-recorded clips of them doing the tasks at the house. So all the tasks yeah. are filmed like before the season starts, basically. And then like, each episode is like a live show where they're watching parts of the stuff they've already recorded. And it's a yeah. YouTube show, right? No. No. So this is a... It's a UK season. show. Okay. Yeah, we watched the season, we watched the UK version, but they have them all over the world. This is like become a really big popular show because obviously it's really entertaining, in my opinion at least. I love the show. Um yeah, the New Zealand version is also so funny. Maybe um, better than this one sometimes. Not always. The just sometimes US version is terrible. I haven't even tried it. <laughs> it is well th- this was my first time really watching bad. it yeah what'd uh, you think well i think the elf in a room is it's not a reality show i don't think you get it if it's i had not to guess a reality tv show it kind of is well it we, is we it is on the, the outer circle of what it. reality tv is yeah it is it's, it's a confessional it, and there's no confessionals because i guess there's the, live confessionals but if you wanna, if you wanna state that, I think that's a good point. I think it's it is reality TV though, because it's unscripted. But that that would make like, like whose line is it anyway? A reality TV show, borderline. It's like a weird. It's like a gray area. But I agree, it's not your classic I, reality show at all. I would. I think I'm. I. It is on the outer circle of reality, which is why. I feel like it's okay for us to talk about it on Get Real, but I would agree that it is more of a just unscripted show than it is a reality show, especially because I guess some parts of it, like they do have banter in it that is technically scripted, like parts of the live show are scripted, um, and there is a format that they are following, but I would say it's- it's on the same line as like how a cooking show is a reality show. Like how Cutthroat Kitchen is a reality show. I go with the confessionals. That's how I. I think that the thing that is going for it is that they're very clear characters. Like to me, these are like unscripted characters. But the thing that's like a little weird is that they're improv. Like, it's this blend of like they're playing themselves, but like a very comedic version of themselves often. Like, I don't believe that that's how James Acaster is just like is in his normal life. Like, I think yeah. he's oh, performing, yeah. you know what I mean? And and even when they're like doing it, like they're performing, but it's still like real in the sense that like it's totally unscripted. There's no like there's no plot really, which I guess is yeah interesting um when they're doing the tasks it is their genuine reaction to like these yeah yeah 
these like prompts of here's what we want you to accomplish but like do whatever you want to do to accomplish said task it's okay here's how i would describe it it's almost like a really like way better produced version of when they have celebrities come on late night shows and do mini games but like a whole tv show that's that it's kind of like that. that Like it's, and it's like, but better. Like that sound, that makes it sound really bad. It's like way better version of that. I feel like the thing that, I don't know. I love the people. Like, I just think they're so funny. Yeah. The cast is Mm -hmm. good and they're all like quippy and stuff. I didn't, I didn't like, I didn't love this show. I, I didn't love it at first either. Cause I didn't get it. So I'm wondering, like, I don't want to say you didn't get it. Cause maybe you did. But what did you get out of it? I don't like the format. I don't like. I'm. I've been against clip shows for a while now, um, and I, I just don't like the format of it. And like, mm. I think like, I don't know. Maybe it's just like the British, the British humor <laughs> in it. But like, like I'm not in love with the host, and I think like the whole like, just how it's presented, I, uh, it's not really entertaining to me. For me, I had to like. I didn't realize that it's all bullshit until like way too long into watching the show yeah like there's no like the points don't matter nothing matters the prizes are stupid like it's all jokes it's all yeah joke facilitating and i find that really funny i don't know i didn't like these episodes though like i thought these were horrible tasks yeah maybe that's why also this and it was the end of the season it was the end of the season so for you to have not seen like they were making jokes about things that they've said in the past that's what i was gonna say like it was a really weird place to jump in like this Um, these episodes were super self-referential to like running jokes that they've had between the cast and the hosts this season but they i don't think that the the tasks were bad there were some that were not awesome i'm trying to remember like all of the stuff i can't remember what they did the egg one that one was funny oh yeah i do like the egg one they did Uh, the video game one i didn't like that one it was fine they did like that sock one they did the water the oh i loved the boiler uh boiler suit where they like they were told you have to put this boiler suit on when the alarm goes off it's not going to go off until a later task and then the task was like tie yourself up in a way that like takes alex a long time yeah and like in the middle of them tying themselves up the alarm goes off james like jumping to the boiler suit was so fucking funny to me i was dying i was laughing so hard and i'd already seen this it like part of the reason why i love this show so much is kind of similar to survivor almost is that you are just watching people like genuinely problem solve even if the problems are dumb as shit like how do i find out which of these eggs is hard boiled like without breaking any of them like it's just it's just i just really enjoy watching like people have genuine like just genuinely watching somebody's thought process i like the tasks more when they are really open-ended taj and i don't feel like we got that this episode because some of my favorite taskmaster clips are like it'll say something like okay like for example um 
there was one in the New Zealand version where they were in a camper and the task was like, knock down the bowling pins. You cannot get out of the camper or something like that. And you cannot touch the bowling pins. And the bowling um, pins were like, at like, like 20 yards away. Right. Yeah. So pe- some people were like chucking stuff out of the camper. Some people tried to move the whole camper, but one guy was just like, Hey, can you go grab the bowling pins and bring them over here? And he was like, yep. <laughs> so like the guy just goes and does it for him. Like I like when they have like he... stupid, stupid little solutions to like when everyone else is like fucking frustrated yeah. and the answer is like yeah. right there. And it's like something really dumb or like, like, um, like there was one where it was like a big red circle and it was like, get the ball in the hole. You can't touch the red. And so someone just like laid down a trash bag and like walked on the trash bag and then put the ball in the hole. Like, Stu, I love that kind of shit. Like, I think that's so funny. Yeah. We didn't like really see any of that. No, not in this episode. I feel like it would have been more fun to see that. That's why I was saying I didn't really like these tasks that much. They're fine. And if you like the characters, they're funny because you know who they are and like kind of like their quirks. But if you start so late, we started so late in the season that it was hard to like build up those really characters. Build up those characters because we like were missing that initial like establishing bit. It's like you walked into the last five minutes of a long form and everyone's yeah. like cracking up in the audience and you're like, I have no idea what's going on right now. This is stupid. Like that's how it feels to me. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um this cast, though, can we talk about the cast a little bit? <laughs> These I, people are insane. <laughs> I truly, this is one of my favorite. I casts. love this cast. They're so funny. They're, I James is fucking hilarious, Taj. I, I, you need to go back and watch this series. Just watch James's parts because he is so funny. He reminds me of you, honestly, like your sense right. of humor. I think you guys would get along well. He is, I love when he gets in fights with the fucking host. He'll be like, that's, that's bullshit. Like, what are you talking about? Did you read the task? <laughs> so funny. Yeah, okay. I liked that... him. I liked him and Rod. Those were the Rod two. Is Rod chaos. is chaos. Chaos. Rod is so fun. Un- like, this man is pure chaos energy. <laughs> oh my, well, and part of it, that's another thing. The host of the show, Greg Davies, he is a, like, he has been in, like, the comedy, like, British famous yeah. people circuit for a long time. So he knows a lot of these people, and some of them he's known for a really long time, like Rod. Rod. <laughs> and so every once in a while, usually, like, once a season, like, one person a season will just be there just to, like, really shit on greg and that was rod this season he always brings in for his like prize tasks like pictures of greg yeah or yeah, like yeah. greg's mom like that wasn't just like for these two episodes that was like the 10th time he had done episode. that it's so funny that's so funny <laughs> he and the other thing i loved about rod and there's one task that they did that was not in these two episodes that just really illustrated this is rod does not give a fuck about anybody else there was a task that they did this season where they were put into teams. So it was the boys and the girls and they had to build an extension of the house. Like every season takes place at this house. And James and Phil were like doing stuff and Rod just like left, like fully just walked away <laughs> and, and he closed 
like the the part of the house that had all of like the really useful like tools and whatever to help them and and genuinely uh, I think James was genuinely very angry they were like shouting at each other at the live show like James was so I love when James gets mad (laughs) and Rod was just like I don't give a fuck I can do whatever like he just did whatever he wants and it was the whole series the whole time Rod is just unbridled chaos like I can't even like you think you know how he's going to approach the task and then you're wrong every time I love it like with the sock one he was just like oh I saw a tangerine in the kitchen and like went and put a tangerine in the sock and was like see I found it oh yeah it's the cast definitely like makes it work but it makes or breaks it really yeah like I definitely, I mean, like, I could see it being, like, something where if I gave it more time and watched it more, I might like it a little bit. I think um, you I think you would enjoy it if you started from the beginning of a series. Yeah, probably, because establishes all the jokes that you see so much later on. Yeah, like, yeah. there was so many jokes about Phil's dick in these two episodes, but yeah. I think you missed all of the buildup about Phil's dick in the earlier episodes that made these jokes funny. Because yes, Phil Wang... Is- is wearing this costume where you can see his wang the whole time. And that is yeah. a running joke for throughout the series. Yeah. Phil Wang. Carrie Godlin. I love is, Phil Wang. Carrie Godlin is so funny. She has my type of humor where she's just like yelling. Like, like her saying she yells the word Bosch, which I don't know <laughs> yeah. what that means. I don't know that what that means. That's a very either. British word. Bosch. Yeah. But she's just like yelling it she's like done bosh and i really should look up what that word means because especially when i first watched this season that word just became a part of my vocabulary one of my favorite tasks from the series is when the task just says figure out what this switch does and it <laughs> what's the guy's name alex his name yeah alex. the assistant yeah, yeah. he Every time they flip the switch, Alex turns a suit of armor like manually, like 180 degrees, that is outside of the house. And so these people are running around the house looking at every fucking light bulb, every appliance, every single thing, flipping the switch to seeing what turns it on. And it's nothing. It's him turning a suit. And it's so funny because they catch him doing it sometimes and they're like, Hey! <laughs> it's great i love oh, it alex is and this is similar to in the new zealand version so this might just be like a running thing because the assistant the taskmaster's assistant which in the uk version is um alex horn who is the creator of taskmaster He's what's his name in the, like, in um new zealand i couldn't Paul. remember Paul is okay in my opinion in my opinion Greg is the better host but Paul is the better minion yeah like I want Greg and Paul together because Paul's fucking hilarious I love Paul Paul. is Paul is so funny but the the taskmaster's assistant they're like the a writer on the show they make a lot of the tasks they're in they're there while all of the like cast is doing tasks they're the the taskmaster's assistant is the main character. Yeah. And and I, I would not like, say they're the main character. 
Well, they're they're Greg is the main character. I would say they're like they're like the NPC. They're like the NPC that you can get to do things, but like the recurring NPC. Yeah, he's like the he's the like secret tool. Like if you can use Alex to help you solve the task, you're doing something right. Yeah. He and yeah, I love Alex. Alex is so funny. I do feel bad for him. I think Paul's funnier. <laughs> I don't think Alex is that funny. Yeah, I I didn't think Greg is funny. Uh, I, Greg, Greg, really Greg I didn't like Greg at first either. Elsa can attest to this. I really yeah. liked the New Zealand guy and I hated Greg. But Greg's like curmudgeon like bullshit humor grows on you over time because he, okay, like one of my favorite things is that when when Greg acknowledges that this show is bullshit and he'll just like purposely give out like shit points to people he'll just be like fuck you i don't like you zero points <laughs> like like no yeah. like, they'll have done the task perfectly and greg would be like i don't i don't feel good today no i don't want it and it, it's it's hilarious greg is very like british humor like yes me, like greg he is. is like he the really definition is. of like like hilarious for uh, hilarious brit lad um that bloke one of my favorite tasks, I think it's maybe my favorite task I've ever seen, and solely based on how people solved it, was in the New Zealand version. And the task was float an egg from the balcony to the ground. Yes, I do love this. The part. name was, that was, what is that? Float an egg. And they were, and the time started from when they released the egg from the balcony to when it hit the ground, right? And so people tried to like make a parachute. And like, like all this shit. One guy though was like, hmm, what if the egg never touches the ground? So what does he do? He tied like 50 helium balloons to an egg and just released it. So his time was like one year or something like that. And then there was another person. There was another person. There was another person. No, I know that they didn't win. The other person won. I don't know what the exact time was. Another person floated in an egg by putting an egg in a bucket of water then lowering it down the balcony and then tying it so the egg was just like eternally floating in a bucket and then of water they, hanging off of the hanging oh, off the okay. thing and so then they so, won no so what happened he did not float it away in balloons he floated it in a little bucket of water that he put on the ground and another person like another uh contestant kept walking by this oh, bucket they talked this about also happened. seeing the bucket they were like this also what? happened you're right they were like what was like what was that what is the bucket and one of the guys walks by and he goes oh there's trash in it and he took the egg out and threw it on the <laughs> yes. ground and that was the end of his time and, and that was the end of his time so the other person won because this guy was like oh there's garbage in this bucket <laughs> no it's you're so right good. but someone also did the balloons but I think it was 24, it was 24 hours. I think it was what it was. The balloons was like, okay. after 24 hours, the balloon would have popped and the egg would have fallen. I I think what they determined it as, right? Some, yeah, it was something like that. Cause helium balloons. It was the- Yeah, like that stuff is, that stuff is enjoyable. Like the, the, how they go about these things. Yeah, like I can see that being like the entertaining aspect of it. It was, I don't remember his name, the Asian guy on the New Zealand version. Or not Asian guy, he was, he was Maori. Um, I don't remember what his name was. And then Guy was the one who floated it in the pot and then got taken out, I think. I don't remember. doesn't yeah, matter. maybe. Well, the, the other thing that I would like to say about Taskmaster is 
if you go and you watch Taskmaster, pretty much all of it is free to watch on YouTube, first of all. But um, the first couple seasons, maybe like the first two or three seasons, they didn't have, like contestants didn't have anything to go off of. The first couple seasons are truly unhinged. Like absolutely yeah, unhinged. They, I've seen those ones. There is a there is a task that they do where it's like, give Greg the best present or something like that, or do something surprising, or I don't know what it is. And one of the contestants got Greg's name tattooed on his foot. Oh my God. Like <laughs> really real tattoo. Wow. Wow. Another, <laughs> another, another task where people are just completely unhinged is um, the task was like, make the biggest mess and then clean it up completely in 15 minutes or something like that. This woman called her sister and said, hey, I just found out that your husband is cheating on you. Oh my God. And then she hung up and she called her dad or something like that. And, and I don't know. And it was like, you need to fix that. And then, so she called her sister back and was like, Hey, actually, I'm so sorry. I, I like, that wasn't your husband. That was somebody else's husband. Like somebody, whoever told me that got confused, like trying to clean up her mess. And the sister was like, Oh, well, I've been cheating on him. And I just told him like absolutely unhinged. Oh my God. Completely unhinged. That's really crazy. Wow. What a show. Um, the only other thing we didn't talk about is the outfits. And I just want to say I love oh, yeah. the outfits way more on the New Zealand version. They go fucking crazy with them. One girl wear a one girl wear a Girl Scouts uniform the entire time. And they kept calling her Hitler Youth. <laughs> yeah, they did, yes. And oh. one girl wore like a pink like construction outfit. Like the vest with like a fucking like hard hat. It was a lot. They so. during the live shows just for continuity's sake, because they don't film the tasks in the order that they present them. So during the like the pre-recorded stuff, they're wearing the same outfit every time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just I'm, like context. I think you guys going to bat for it definitely makes the show uh, more appealing. Than- it's a good it, show. It's a good show. It's not uh, something you can like really like take seriously, but you also can easily binge watch a whole series in like one day because it just gets addicting because you like the people on it. Yeah. Do we want to yeah. rate it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would give this. Let's rate it. How many tasks out of ten? Um, I, I would give this nine tasks out of ten. I would also give it nine tasks. (laughs) I love the show. I think it's very entertaining. Uh, From what I watched, I will give this five tasks out of ten. Understandable. 23 out of 30. That it ties with great food truck race. And it is is tied for our top rated show. I think that's fair, though. I I do think this is one of the best shows we watched. I agree. I would put an ass. I agree with Tosh yeah. still. I would put an asterisk. Yeah, it's not really a reality show. Yeah. Not fully reality, but I 
I truly love this show. I truly love Taskmaster. It'd be like if we talked about Jeopardy. Like, I would give Jeopardy a 10 out of 10. No, that's, I wouldn't say Jeopardy is even close to a reality show. Like, that goes outside of the barrier for me. Because you lose that character. You lose that, like, sense of, like, the cast. There's no cast. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Because, like, I I think I understand why, like, when you only watch one or two episodes, it does kind of feel like, uh, you know, like, chopped or something. Like, these people are here. And then yeah. we'll never see them again. But that's not how the show works. It's like a you grow with the cast. You get to learn them and the dynamics. You know what I mean? And that's what makes it better, I think, is because it's like an actual chemistry. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to say before we start talking about this, since this on episode, Housewives. Yeah. On Housewives. Um, oh, Cameron. Wow who was at the party who was the one who was being very cryptic about mary which it is that was a weird thing but i I have so much to say about that so much to say about that one scene um yeah but he did pass rest in peace cameron yeah he had a brain tumor very unfortunate yeah that's really sad especially Um, because he talked about having those two young kids on this episode yeah. yeah so that i did just want to bring that up our heart um, goes out to them. Yeah, to that whole family and everybody Definitely. who's affected by that, um, especially those kids. But he seemed like a great person, even though just the way that he approached that situation was so weird, though. I'm sorry, but it was super weird that he did that. Anyway, let's well, talk about real but life. I have, I have thoughts about that because I don't think he approached. We can, do we want to start there? Yeah. That's just or do we want to like build up with. to it? Because there was like kind of like the what happened leading up to it. With what Jen. did happen leading up to it? Well, so I think oh, there's in, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. thing that the whole episode was kind of like structured around this party that Lisa was hosting for her sons at the end. Yeah. But I feel like all the scenes before it were supposed to establish why certain people were and were not invited to the yeah. party. Um, but specifically, I want to talk about the Jen and like her the like leaked audio. <laughs> Did oh, you think yeah. that was interesting? I had I do not know what. So that last winter, um, and this is on the show, um, there was an audio leaked of, of Jen yelling at her workers, like very harshly saying, like, you effing dumbass, like I can't believe you have this up for me. I'm gonna F your life over, like you screwed me, like I'll screw you, but like way harsher, obviously, in tone, especially. Um, that's crazy and then I don't know if it was I think the gist was like people thought it was the guy she was yelling at that leaked it he says it's not him I don't know who it was but the real thing is that Jen goes over to Lisa's um, like photo shoot for her sons and she brings like two actual wolf heads yeah what the hell very odd brand for her but yeah crazy yeah that was unsettling yeah, and then first, first time ever Taj is watching Salt Lake City with us. This is really exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. the first episode I've seen. A little, a little weaker episode, but what do you think of the people? What's your thoughts I, on it? I think I, I might enjoy hearing about the show more than watching it. That's fair. And- this, this episode was a little weak. It was boring. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the editing is not good. The like b-roll footage they always like use in between like uh of the mountains and stuff it's, with all it's the like 
it's weird but i love that part i think oh, it sets the okay. scene it's like icy like drama also i we talked about the like choral music and i realized exactly what it sounds like it is when you put a keyboard on the choir setting instead of on the <laughs> piano setting that is exactly what this sounds it's funny like you say that this week it's funny you say that because a podcast i listen to called watch what crappens which is like a bravo recap they literally got a synthesizer with choral sounds and we're playing songs on it on the podcast this week that's so funny like exactly what you were saying that's great um yeah it's it the show is uh the people are 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 definitely wild like yeah like you gotta get used to like the like 20 to 30 percent of filler that's in every episode yes yeah Yeah, you just gotta get used to that that. but that's why like my mom and i love this show is because when we watch it together we both like totally check out we're like on our phones and then like when when something's interesting happening you can you just kind of tell and you look up yeah and you watch it and you're like oh interesting then you go back (laughs) like like, that is exactly how i consume the show and it is exactly what i want out of this show yeah it is like everything is like like you it seems like it's a, a sketch where it's like someone's like says something and then like they just like start breaking down and they're like it was really hard for me to do and this is so funny. um <laughs> like what yeah so like jen came over to lisa's studio thing with these wolf heads to like support the boys which is why i thought was so funny that she didn't end up getting invited to the boys party and lisa had this line where she was like yeah, the boys totally picked who they wanted invited to the party. Like, whoever was important, I love them, so I let them pick. What? No, you didn't, the, Lisa. You picked. The, the whole concept of her boys doing this is hilarious to me because her older son, what is his name? Jack. Jack? Yeah. Jack, Jack is, like, actually really into this, and you can tell. He's like mini Lisa. <laughs> He's like mini Lisa. He's like... He's got plans on his phone. Yes, he's like yes. has a speech prepared. I and love then the little him. one is bald. And yeah, the little one yeah. is bald and like putting hair he, gel in. He <laughs> yeah, he was like modeling. Kind of reminds me of um, what is that kid's name from the Wild Thornberries? He has that. Energy. Donnie. Is it Johnny? Donnie. Donnie. The like he, caveman yeah. one. <laughs> yes, like that is what. Jack reminds me, not Jack, Henry. That is what Henry reminds me of. Like, Henry is, yeah. Lisa's always like, my boys have this plan. And it is clearly Jack doing everything and Henry being nine years old. I think Lisa eats too much fast food. And that's why her kids are like, just like these little crazy monsters. She's just <laughs> so zoned out in her fast food world. I feel like fast food just clouds your brain. That's why. Yeah. Um, do, I know it wasn't in this episode, but there's this like one scene where, um, Lisa's like, "I love the fish tacos from Del Taco. Oh my god, oh. they're so good!" And I was like, "What the hell is wrong with you, Lisa?" I, you know, um, they, they definitely just like say things, and you're like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's pretty much the whole show. The whole but show, it yeah. Is it's like it's like every thing, every time they bring up something you know how it's going to end because if, if two of them have a conversation together, you know it's it's going to end with one of them crying. 
about not how always works. okay but I it mean, ends like, with them fighting usually <laughs> like the rollerblade thing and then like when oh they had, yes like, totally they had like dinner or whatever like there happened like two or three times where a conversation starts and one of them is crying at the end of it yeah that rollerblade thing was crazy i thought it was so funny like in like That's the most campy so... cringy way like yeah. like this when show to me is camp legs. yeah this show's camp this show's is, is 100 percent like but i don't think they even realize it like it's like camp on top of camp because i think real housewives started out as camp but then they became self-aware of like what the real Housewives was supposed to be but now i feel like we've reached a new plane a new meta where we are watching people think they're being real housewives like we like the point of watching the show now is to watch people play house as real housewives and fuck their lives up like (laughs) it's really weird but i love it even like when the daughters were having the conversation like that so fake so So fake like uh you're at boulder right it's like yeah that's why i watch it though you're gonna be the greek wife it's so i like it because they didn't know who i was (laughs) Like, <laughs> no, that was the best line. I forgot about that. She was like, "I just want to get a new start and have a new reputation yeah. like from high school." No, <laughs> like, like that's, I, that's okay, what'd you like, do? No, literally, that's like what you when you like meet. That's like when you're a freshman in college and you're like a month into college, and someone's like, "Oh, like how's it? How's it been? Fun in Idaho State?" Like, yeah, like your reputation that you have at high school is gone, and you get to reinvent yourself. Yeah, that's exactly. So funny um yeah it's like girl what you do we didn't get seen meredith's daughter before by the way i don't know if she's ever been in an episode she's she's been like barely featured in them oh yeah because she was in the vagina episode she was and she was in the one where they did shabbat with lisa earlier this season yeah 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 um anyway anyway there was a scene we didn't get any jenny and dewey talking about the kids but we did have Jenny's daughter doing Science Week again. Or what was it called? Science Day? Science Day? I don't know. She was doing and, bubble stuff. And Dewey was like, um, Jenny, maybe for Science Day next week, we could do IVF. He didn't say Did that. Did he say that? Was that Dewey? No, he didn't say oh that. God. He didn't say that. Was that Dewey? That's Dewey. That's me. The When they were doing Science Saturday? That was him. Yes. The, like, okay. The man. That was, <laughs> yeah. that was the worst moment of this episode when the daughter went, I farted. Then they yeah. added in the fart SFX. The, you're like, oh, the daughter is like, like that daughter, she is going to go back. She's going to watch these and be like, why was I like Why this? did I do this? Yeah, like, why yeah. did I let myself be like this? Okay. She's this is so hammy. Thing. She's so hammy. I just remembered. So maybe this wasn't even in this week. I think it was. When Heather invited Jen to her house, mm-hmm. and was it Jen? And they were wearing like the like the dick dildos. Oh yeah, the band. dicks. And then they yeah. were like censored them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I was like, wonder what's under there. Was crazy. The part that stuck out about that scene in my mind is that Jen said, "Where are your daughters?" And Heather was like, "Oh, well, this one's at dance, and this one's working." And I think the other one is downstairs but i don't know like do you remember her saying that no i didn't even notice that that is like the most middle child thing i've ever heard (laughs) that's that was so funny to me and also seemed very on brand for heather 
Um, one thing we didn't talk about that I feel like is really funny and we should talk about was that Heather, Whitney, and Mary went out for lunch and the oh, chef yes. came out. Yes. And he was like, I'm going to serve you with a raw salmon oh. ceviche. And she was like, no, 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 no. I'm Mary yeah. Cosby. I do not do raw. I am worried that the fish will come back to life and start a family in my stomach. So no, thank you. That, like, that, what is like, wrong with this woman? Mary, like, are you like, eating whole fish? Whole raw fish that are yeah. still alive? <laughs> like, I didn't believe she was genuine with that statement because she couldn't no. be genuine. No, that's how she is. That's how she is, yeah. I, um, I genuinely think she was being serious in that moment. I mean, last episode, we got the whole, like, don't drink carbonated water. It hardens your ovaries. And, so. then, it, and then we saw more of that in this episode. Yeah, and that's how we got the whole... Oh my God. People asking me questions is my trigger. <laughs> like, Which is someone just, says cult leader to me. <laughs> like, that's the most it, cult that's leader thing cult ever. Leader Don't ask me questions ever. Um, and she yeah. talks about how the one time she was questioned was when her mother um, was mad at her for marrying her step grandfather instead of her. Yeah. <laughs> just so <laughs> wacko. It, yeah um mary okay the real meat though basically elisa throws this party for fresh wolf and she only invites whitney and meredith but whitney can't go whitney doesn't go so it's just meredith there and this is when i this is such a setup lisa is so hilariously transparent about playing the Real Housewives game is so funny to me. The minute Lisa got into a fight with Mary, she threw a party, invited the two people also fighting with Mary, and brought Mary's former cult members to the party. Yeah. That was a setup. The whole thing was... or and Sorry, yeah, because Meredith... No, the two people closest to Mary was who she brought, not the people fighting with Mary. And to yeah. expose Mary, like Mary, Mary talked back to Lisa on the trip. One week later, Lisa is throwing Mary so far under the bus. It is hilarious. And this was the most scripted scene. Like, I think Meredith knew exactly what was going on beforehand. I loved like my favorite, absolute favorite moment of this entire episode was this really awkward long camera shot where the guy walks away and then Meredith kind of like looks around for like where she's supposed to go next, but she doesn't want to look at the camera. (laughs) So she's like off into space, just smoldering. And then she sees Lisa and she goes, oh, okay, over there. And then she goes to get Lisa and Lisa just immediately ditches the conversation that she was in. Like, very clearly implying it was a fake conversation that she was waiting for Meredith to be done. It was so funny to me. I was like, this is the most horrible scripted shit I've ever seen in the funniest way. I know. It's it's so ridiculous. Honestly, like, this show, it's just camp. And like, Like, I wish Lisa would just own her messiness and just straight up tell people this stuff. Instead of setting up these elaborate schemes, she could just be messy and tell people. It was like funny watching it for the first time. It's like when you like hear you're like you hear about like a friend, like, oh my gosh, like you would love like Jake. Like he's the he's the craziest guy. And then you meet Jake and you're like, oh yeah, he's a cool guy. And that's how I felt. I felt like I was joining that because like even this is not a normal episode. They're not normally this scripted feeling. 
even like the beginning, but like even like the beginning when it's like they're going through like the cast, like the intro, oh yeah, like, yeah, you mess with me, I'll send Jesus out on you. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best tagline. My mom laughs every. My mom goes ugh every time she says it, and I laugh <laughs> because because that's so Mary. It, it, the fact that she has Jesus on speed dial to like smite you yeah. is hilarious to me. I'll send Jesus but after you. I'll be uh I'll be watching the next episode because that one. As we know, we talked about that's the big one. It's the big one. The arrest episode. Um, And hopefully there's no cliffhanger. Okay. Did Zach get back to you? No. Zach did not pick a new show, so we get to pick our own show. And then we gotta go. And then we gotta ski daddle. I am still a big fan of America's Next Top Model makeover episodes. I can get behind that. I, can get behind I don't know that. if Zach would enjoy that or not. Well, we could also watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. Oh, let's watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. I've never seen that show. Where do we watch Dog the Bounty Hunter? I don't know. I've seen it. So I'm I'll we can do that. I'm fine with either of those. Dog okay, let's watch Dog the Bounty Hunter. I think that'll be more Zach's speed. Okay. We can't make him watch two shows that he might hate. Yeah, I forgot. We're going to make him watch Salt Lake City, too. <laughs> yeah, we will. Okay. We definitely will. Let's do it. So come Dog back next it. week. We're talking Survivor. We're talking Jen's arrest. And we're talking maybe Dog the Bounty Hunter should be arresting Jen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's topical. Yeah, if it's, it's thematic. Crossover. Okay, that's all we got for you guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. 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 And we'll get real with you. So we have like families in our in like the fraternity, and it's like yeah. So my family is called Gutter Rats, and uh, you like pregame <laughs> with your family. Gutter Rats. And so I had to like. Like pregame, we had to get like the, we had this mason jar and it was filled with like a whole four loco. Dude, that was bowl. actually just pee. They just pissed no, in a jar was, and told you to drink it. It was so gross. <laughs> exactly, then, it was pee. <laughs> it was a good night though. My neck just got super stiff as soon as Taj came on the call. I think you're stressing me out, buddy. I don't know why. <laughs> because I'm a frat guy and you feel unsafe. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna call you a slur. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Damn. Ugh. That was funny. That's that's so funny. <laughs> oh, thank you.